to the first episode of Dolls on the Dial with Sandy and Tanya. We're two beauty experts out of LA who are have really been in the trenches of beauty. Everything beauty. Right. Tips, tricks, trends. trends. Celebrity secrets. We, we've got it all here. Our own secrets. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and some stories. We really wanted to bring you an educational podcast because we know firsthand as to what it takes in beauty. And, and what's effective and what's not. I mean, we literally right. have touched the faces of top A-list celebrities. And, you know, doing what we do when we're up close and so personal, we also kind of are... A little bit of a therapist. Absolutely. So, absolutely. you know, there's some stories we can divulge. Obviously, some we can't. But we just wanted to really have you all feel like you're in the front row seat. And we are giving you this knowledge that we have collected for over 15 years. Yes. We know what works. We know what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we know all the go-to people. And we're, we're trusted sources. Exactly. Now, Tanya, you've been doing brows and makeup. Yes. For... How many years? Over 15. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I've been doing lashes exactly. for 15. Sandy was actually one of the very first OG lash artists yes. Yes. in LA. Yep. So Sandy, let's talk about you. Let's get to know Sandy Schroeder, the OG meaning one of the original <laughs> lash artists in LA. Tell us how you started. My story is quite something. I, I really fell into lash extensions. I, I originally moved to LA from New York. I was an actor. And I was always searching for something else. And I have a friend who reached out to me and she was like, have you read Vogue magazine this past month? They're talking about lash extensions. And I'm like, I had no idea what this was and what they were. I mean, it was like 2006, I want to mm. say. And they were $600. And I was like, I would love to get them, but I can't afford $600 lash extension. And then it just kept on going in my mind, thinking, God, I really want these lash extensions. And then she randomly called me a month later and was like, hey, there's this woman out in Calabasas, which was 45 minutes from where I was living, because I was living in Beachwood Canyon. And in LA with traffic, it's the other side of the moon. Oh, it's where where the Kardashians live, right? Right. So, but she goes, there's this woman that's doing lash extensions for 150 bucks. Let's go. I was like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm doing this. So I would drive and I would meet this woman and she was always late. God bless her. But the thing is, she was always late because she was so busy. Wow. You know what I mean? And so I got these lash extensions. And every time on the way home, I would look at myself in the rear view mirror. And I was just like, man, I look good. I mean, I I was just like, it was really... I don't want to say life changing, but actually for me, it was life changing, but my whole, it created my whole new career really, you know, but I called her and I just said, thank you. I mean, you've really made a difference. And so I went back to see her three times and every time on my ride home back to Hollywood, I was like, you changed my life. Okay. And then I thought, wow, I mean, her business is so busy. I have a really good eye for beauty and design. 
I want to do this. So I asked her, hey, you know, can you, can you teach me? He goes, uh, I, she's like, I can teach you, but you have to go and get certified and licensed and everything like that. And so I was like, all right. So I went and got certified by two different places, Extreme Lash and Nova Lash, which are great schools. And um, they put me up on one of their websites. And from one person, I got 10 clients. Oh, wow. And from each of those 10 clients, I got 10. They just And another 10. Yeah. And I was working from 7 a.m. until, I want to say, 11 o'clock at night. And where were back you working? Back to back. In my one-bedroom apartment, in my, okay. uh, under the Hollywood sign, <laughs> and it was insane. I mean, I, I, yeah, I had people on my bed, which wasn't a good idea. I, I, I had to get, get a massage table. Yeah. I eventually did, but I mean, I was so busy. It was insane, because I was one of the first people right. doing lash extensions. Right. And I, I really, I got so busy that my next door neighbor called the cops on me. <laughs> Why? Be, well, he, because I had so many people coming in and out, but I, he was also an out of work actor and he didn't have anything better to do, but I, he probably thought I was turning tricks or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dealing drugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so basically it was during daylight savings time. So my client had called me, she was an hour early and I was like, dude, like, you're early to your appointment. She goes, D- don't, don't come home. There's a, there's a cop in front of your apartment. She said, you know, I thought that they were following me because she was in the medical marijuana industry and it was right when they were like <laughs> becoming very, very popular with the dispensaries and everything. But she had pounds and pounds of weed in, in the back of her car. And so the cops actually followed her all the way from Los Feliz, which is 20 minutes from my house. Yeah. And she thought that the cops were following her and going to arrest her. But in actuality, they were coming to arrest the lash lady. <laughs> I mean, but she's like, Sandy, don't come home. Don't come home. And I, I, was, I was annoyed because I'm thinking, oh, God, here's this woman, she's probably stoned and she got the timing wrong. But in actuality, in actuality, uh, she basically was saved my ass. Did the police talk to her? Yeah, they said, is this woman, what is she doing out of her apartment? <laughs> what is she running out of her apartment? Are you, are you friends with her or, or are you a client or what? And she goes, oh, she's just my friend. She's just my friend. I'm just waiting. And, and the cops were like, no, no, no. She's running a business out of her house, and she's going to be getting kicked out of her apartment. So oh. she gave me a really good morning. Oh. And, I mean, listen. So what did you I do? Mean, it, I mean, I waited a, a, another hour or two because I just I was too stressed out. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Because, I mean, it really was a blessing in disguise because it's not – for me, it, it was just too many people in my apartment. Right. And it made me become more professional. Right. And so Tracy Ross, who is still a client oh, now, yeah. mm-hmm. um, she, she basically had, she used to have a boutique, a very high-end boutique on, at Sunset Plaza. And I just called her and I said, listen, do you think that I could do lashes out of your space and bring my clients in and 
she's like, yeah, and I, I'll do your lashes for free. And so, so I worked great. out of her. So you yeah. sort of did cross propagation. Yeah. You brought your clients. Yes. And you got some of hers. Yeah. And that's how I got a lot of my celebrity clients. Yeah. Because, I mean, she had so many celebrities coming in and buying things and, you know, being stuck in the back with Britney Spears for three hours. That was really bizarre. I mean, it, there Wasn't was... that a, like at two o'clock in the morning? That was the Courtney Love situation. Oh, okay. No, th- this was... Britney Spears, we had the paparazzi around the store for three hours and I couldn't leave and I was stuck in the back with Britney for three hours. It was bizarre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then her store closed and, and I went to 8217 Beverly Boulevard. Yep, where we are now. Yeah, still. exactly. That's so awesome. So, yeah, no, it's, 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 been, it's been quite a story. It's quite so, a career, you know. It, it has been and, quite but a it's quick just, career. It's props to you because when you're good at what you do, you don't have to advertise. People I've never had to advertise. Neither have I. I've never had uh, had to hire a publicist. No, nothing. Have I. I've been very blessed with this. Oh my gosh! Really? Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you. I know that you have a pretty cool story too <laughs> because you started out. As a makeup artist. Well, no, yes, but right? no. Before okay. that, it's I sort of fell into to browse and makeup by accident. Okay. Okay. It was all the virtue of osmosis. But anyways, so how it started for me was um, actually started when I was back in going to school in London. Um, should I tell that part? It's it's well, it's a direct segue. I think it's great. Okay. 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 Yeah. No, you guys did. You did not know. Okay. You you lived in London. Yes. I did not know that. We, Girl. That's so bizarre. I did Girl. not ever hear you say that. I don't think. Oh no, I did that's for a crazy. year. So did I. Oh my god, it's crazy. All right, so well, you'll hear. You're gonna hear it right now. Okay. Okay. So, so you were in London. So I was in London. Okay. I, I started at the University of London. Um, mm-hmm. My parents were, were really not wanting to encourage my artistic talent because they were afraid that I wouldn't be able to take care of myself. My mom wanted me to be a professor. My dad wanted me to be an architect. Okay. And wow. I, I was leaning a little bit more toward the architecture because of all the cool, you know, design. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> office supplies. Okay. So anyways, long story short, I get to London and um, as I'm setting up my dorm before the first semester starts, I had my sketchbook with me and I had ripped a lot of pages out of my sketch sketchbook and I was taping them to the wall. And a friend that I had just met there said, hey, did you do these drawings? And I said, yeah. And she said, do you mind if I show a few of them to my mom? She's an art teacher. And mm-hmm. I said, sure, go ahead. I'd love some feedback. Mm-hmm. I've never had any professional training. She goes, she comes back four days later and she says, do you want to go to school where my mom teaches? And I said, where's that? And she said, the Royal Academy of the Arts. Wow. I said, yes. Yes. Absolutely yes. 100% yes. Yeah. Didn't think about mom and dad because I had worked my ass. Can I say that? Yeah. I worked my ass off <laughs> saving money to get there. I was painting windows, yeah. passport photos, half off, second love, of print, love that. This, all this is amazing. Yeah. So I get over there. I, without even thinking, I take the opportunity. I don't tell my parents because I don't want them to worry. But what started happening was my stipends, because art supplies were so expensive, started running out. And I couldn't get a job there. So it was either find a way to make some money or go home. 
And so my, I was trying to get a nanny job. I was trying to get a pub job. Anything. I couldn't get anything until one of my friends from school says, I got you a job. I said, doing what? She says, you're a makeup artist. I said, no, I'm not. And she said, yes, you are. She goes, what are you afraid of? It's just a different canvas. You know how to shadow and shade? I said, yeah. She says, you know how to use color? I said, yeah. She goes, you know how to blend? I said, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, then let's do this. And I said, okay. So I emptied out my my watercolor box, all the okay. paints, kept the brushes in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a bunch of us gathered up makeup. Wow. And off I went. And literally it was like painting. So that's where my makeup career started. Okay. Okay. So, but my, my life goal was to be a uh, professor, get my master's at a fancy art school Mm -hmm. in New York Mm -hmm. and um, then work on my own bodies of work. That's what Mm -hmm. I thought my plan was going to do, but the universe had a different plan for me. It always so, does. I came back to the States. I finished my, I got an honors degree in art, told my parents finally. Mm-hmm. And um, I really put all of my focus into makeup at that time because I took a gap year. There was a death in my family mm. and my immediate family. So I didn't feel like it was the right time to go to New York. So I took a gap year and it was the craziest thing because mm. makeup jobs were just coming to me wow. effortlessly. Next thing I know... I'm in the union, I'm working TV, I'm working Macy's, you know, passport show. I'm doing all these things and I get an agent, like nothing. So I thought I'm on my path Mm -hmm, for sure. And my parents saw me working and making money and they were supportive. And then my mom says to me one day standing in her kitchen, and this is like Velcro mom who never wanted me to leave her side ever. She said, Tanya, if you're going to take this makeup thing seriously, you got to move to LA. Mm. I was living in San Francisco at the time. Okay. And I was like, What? can't believe she just said that. So I had projects scheduled for the next year and I was kind of ruminating. And all of a sudden one day I just said, I'm going. Wow. And it was just like that. I packed everything up, um, grabbed my dog, <laughs> had a friend drive my car. I drove the U-Haul. Okay. And I landed and did not know a soul. And so when you came to LA, you yeah. were doing makeup. makeup. Mm-hmm. And I okay. knew, I prepared myself because I was... Because I was a strong makeup artist in San Francisco, but I knew I was going to be humbled in LA and I knew I was going to have to test again and work for free again and prove myself. Right. I got, and I was prepared for it. I really was. And so I was doing these free test shoots and I was getting the photos back. This was actually when you got photos before digital photography okay. in the early 2000s. And um, I noticed that the brows always looked wonky. Off off. The color mm-hmm. was wrong. The shape was wrong. Mm-hmm. The way you tried to correct it, the shape with just the makeup, mm-hmm. what I was using for makeup was too orange. It just, mm-hmm. it was brow product by a famous brow person, but it just was not reading well. And one thing I learned by sitting in critique after critique after critique in art school mm-hmm. is that you look for the detail of the details. So you're zooming in so tight that if there was one thing wrong, it would just ruin it. It would ruin it. So I said to the photographer, look, I'm I'm tired of wasting my time here and I'm not as happy as I could be. So how would you feel if I asked the make the, how would you feel if I asked the model to come to my house so I could fix her brows before the shoot and I can mix a color for her that would look natural and then we can shoot. And he said, I'm fine with it if Mm -hmm. she is. So next thing you know, I've got this model laying in my studio apartment kitchen floor because it was linoleum and the the rest of it was shag carpet and I didn't want to risk losing my security (laughs) deposit. 
So I put a towel down on my kitchen floor, and she was tall, but she almost like went from end just, to end. You laid her down on the ground. Yeah. I did. I, I put a pillow, okay. a cushion what, over her head hey, off the You do sofa. what you got to do. You know, and I was just like, I'm going to do this. Yes. And based sure. on the principles I learned in art school of balance and symmetry, mm. I just balanced the brows to her face. Mm-hmm. And then I mixed a color that worked for her. And I was just 100% freelance. So I was always just like hustling jobs, you know? Wow. And I have people knock on my door. You do brows and then call them, you know. So you do brows? I heard you do brows. Friends of the models, other models. Okay. And next thing you know, you're having celebrity assistants call. I had to get off the kitchen floor. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. So then when did you, where did you go? So then I went to um, work for Anastasia. Okay. I did. Okay. In Hills. For about a, just under two years, I worked there. Mm-hmm. And then I broke out on my own because I wanted to do more makeup because there it was just brows. But I was teaching brows and teaching her people. I was doing a lot of training for her. Um, but I'm completely 100% self-taught. Wow. That's and then cool. later on, I went to makeup school in Paris. That's when okay. I really learned the art of makeup. So, yeah. Wow. And here I am. Y- here you so are. I stayed in L.A. Y- you're- <laughs> well, hey, L.A. is it's a home good place. It is. It is. Yeah. And at, you know, that little oasis that we're at. Yeah, 1817 Beverly Boulevard is where (laughs) we reside for our services, which is great because it's unassuming. It's from the outside, you would never know we're there. Mm -hmm. And it's better for when celebrities do come in. And then you go through this sort of secret door and you're in this beautiful oasis in this courtyard that's lush and green and gorgeous. And then both of our studios are back there. So this is our first episode and we hope to bring you many more beauty episodes now that you kind of understand who we are where we come from so we want to hear from you so if you have any ideas for stories you'd like to hear or episodes you'd like to listen to you can dm us at teal truck publishing or at dolls on the dial so that pretty much sums up tanya and sandy in a nutshell stay tuned for next week on lashes and brows 